Hello, and welcome to the Lone Army Podcast. I am Nomadix, alongside my co-host, as always, Ronan Briscoe. What's up? A busy week and busy weekend and a busy week. Yeah. Uh, last week, um, of course, this is not Monday yet again. Uh, we apologize for that. Had some uh, difficulties. Yeah. Um, but we're here on Wednesday. Um, this is the earliest we could bring this episode to you. I uh, hate that we couldn't instantly react to the uh, the weekend's results. Um, but it is what it is. Right. Um, so first we're going to talk, obviously, uh, the Nashville away draw at Toronto. Um, was it like the third game Toronto's played at home or is that? Yeah. They haven't played something like that. Yeah. Actually at home, not just as the designated home team. Uh, we're going to preview a couple of the next games, including tonight's matchup in new England against the revolution. Uh, and of course, um, Blake's back in goal. Yeah, that'll be tough. But um, we'll also talk about the Gold Cup final win over Mexico by the United States, of course, and uh, a little U.S. Women's National Team Olympic status update. If you haven't been paying attention for some reason, right? Uh, because you know they play at like two in the morning or three in the morning. That's actually the worst time. Uh, because it's right in the middle of, you know, staying up or going to s- or waking up early, right? Uh, because by the time it's over, it's like five o'clock. Uh, so, uh, first off, Toronto won one Nashville soccer club. Um, I think in the end, looking at these statistics, a point was fair, but in the moment, it kind of felt like. Nashville should have should have scored two or three. Yeah, probably. Um, Omar Gonzalez scored first for Toronto against a in front of a. I, they said technically fifty percent capacity was allowed, but I it, think it that's was, what it was said. It was fifty percent. It was close. Yeah, fifty. Okay, and it's just my percentages have been skewed just because everywhere in America's is at a hundred percent for now. For now, um, hopefully continues to say that way but that's another another uh topic for another day um omar gonzalez scored the long lost uh i remember when he used to play for the galaxy in the united states and was really good or was decent he was really good in fifa right he was like 80 overall which is like top three in mls yeah uh in on the u.s national team in like fifa what 14 or something yeah yeah um, he's in Toronto now, and he <laughs> scored against Nashville on, guess what? A set piece. A set piece. A straightaway free kick, too. Like, not even from a corner or anything. It was a straightaway free kick, which is, like, the worst ones to concede because it feels like those are never scored. When it's, like, those, like, 34-yarders, that's, like, you know, straight to the goal, it's too far away to shoot. So it has to be like a little chipped cross. And it feels like those never work. Uh, it did against Nashville. Uh, I crunched the numbers. And Nashville has conceded six 
set-piece goals that is not including the penalty against Cincinnati in the season opener. Right. Um, as a whole, on the in, in the entire season, Nashville has conceded 15 goals. Seven of them have not been from open play. That's not not good. Yeah. That's not very good at all. Um, conceding eight goals from open play is, at this point in the season, uh, how many? Nashville's played 16. Conceding seven open play goals is pretty good. Yeah. All things. That would, that would be no Walker Zimmerman for as long as he's been out. Right. Um, no Godoy. No Godoy in the midfield. Only conceding seven goals in open play is very, you know, we would love that. Uh, and that's, or sorry, eight. Seven or six conceded from set pieces is not great at all. Yeah. You shouldn't even really, like that should be your season total. Right. Not your, not even halfway through the season total. Yeah, you're right. It's not, it's not, not, not great. Um, due to border travel restrictions, as stated on the broadcast, um, Jaleel Anibaba was unable to travel and thus was unable to play uh, one of the center backs in for Walker Zimmerman. So, Robert Castellanos, oh, I love that name, the Castellanos part, got his MLS debut yeah. at center back. Uh, he was brought. He was bought from Rio Grande Valley FC in the USL Championship. Uh, and he made his, like I said, MLS debut and club debut, right, on the road in Toronto. Uh, do you know how much he, how much he was? Wait, what? Do you know how much he, how much? Free. He was free. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, he scored. So already, he's worth more than free. He scored. Um. The only time I've seen a long throw-in work um, besides the England-Iceland game in 2016 in the Euros. The Stoke had that dude who got like seven assists off of one. The only time I've ever seen it live other than England-Iceland. Okay. And some middle school (coughs) games that have a kid that just is older than everyone. Yeah. Or just, you know, has grown more or quicker than other people, than the other children. And uh, he can chuck one close to the box and then just bounces around and somebody hits it in. Those never work uh, relative to the number of times that they are attempted. Yeah. And it worked. Uh, Dave Romney, who, by the way, has played every minute this season uh, and last season, I think, right? Um. Yeah, every minute. That article was, yeah, that article, uh, somebody shared, shared that article with us. Um, Every minute, he's played the last, se- I guess se- we can say season and a half. Could have said two seasons, but season and a half. Um, And Robert Castellanos, a really nice flick on header, uh, 41 minutes in. It was, it was a uh, perfect throw and a, just a glancing header. Uh, that beat Bono. Bono? I think Bono is how it's pronounced. Uh, it is near post. Uh, in the end, easily could have scored two more probably. Uh, Alistair Johnston, who was coming off 
They played 90 minutes, right? They didn't go to extra time against Mexico? Uh, no. I don't think they did. Yeah. No, they didn't. It, it just was, it was nine minutes super intense. Time, oh, so. right. It was like 100 minutes, basically. Uh, he played every minute, was the man of the match for Canada. Uh, and he get he got the start uh, up here in Toronto, up there in Toronto, I should say. He played about an hour, uh, but right before halftime, should have been the second goal. Uh, a cross by, I think it was Mukhtar, but I don't know for sure. Um, a diving header, a downward header, which is exactly what he was supposed to do. Right. Uh, Bono is already going to his right or his left. Johnston's right, uh, and his left leg, the trailing leg, makes the save um, yeah. in front of a basically an open goal. <clears throat> Johnston couldn't really do anything different. Uh, he did really. exactly what you're supposed to do, and Bono just kind of got lucky that his left, that his trailing leg was right there. Um, in the 58th minute, Hani Mukhtar, the man in form and our, the club's leading goal scorer this season, um, has a header six yards from goal and, again, heads it down, just heads it down, gets too much over the top of it, and bounces it over the crossbar. Yeah. Uh, very unfortunate um, for Mukhtar. You know, you do what you're supposed to do. He just got too much over it, which doesn't happen very often at all. Um, I thought Hani was one of the better players again. Yeah, for sure. Um. CJ just kind of seemed off a little bit. Uh, I don't know. It just, he had a he had a header in like the seventieth minute or so, but I don't know. It just seemed kind of off the pace for the first time in like a month. Yeah. Um, which you know, that's gonna happen. Uh, Akeloba came in. I don't. He didn't really do very much. I mean, he got the ball a couple times, uh, but nothing. What? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he had like a lo- he had a r- long run every now and then. He created um, a chance. Which one? He created a chance. Uh, the cross that Jonder put in. He created that. that oh, the John. Oh, right. You're right. I missed that one. I just blanked. You're right. Yeah, Jonder sending crosses in isn't ideal. Yeah, always what you want. Uh. His pace, I was, I will say, is what we what Nashville needed. In that, it's funny because it's like his strides aren't that big. Right, he just so he runs. Looks kinda, he looks kind of he looks kind of awkward. And yet he running that quick runs past everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So and then Toronto had a penalty shout at the very end. Um, Castellanos, I mean, debatable for high boot. Yeah. Uh. But I think he got the ball, I think. Even if he didn't, it's not a pen. Yeah, I don't really think it is one. Uh, it was debatable, at least. Um, but the full-time whistle blew shortly thereafter, and that was all she wrote. Uh, 1-1 draw for Nashville and Toronto after the... There was not to be a late winner this time. Right. Uh, no Luke Hawkinson, though, so that would explain why. I'm slightly joking. Uh, one thing I didn't realize how short Soteldo is. He's five two, but he's really tricky on the ball. I thought he was one of Toronto's better players. He obviously had the free kick, 
that scored the Gonzalez goal. Um, uh-huh. I don't know. He just seemed really dangerous every time he got it, every time he was on the ball. Um, I don't know. There wasn't, in the end, in terms of, like, goal-scoring opportunities, there, wa- there wasn't much um, in open play, I guess. Uh, but on set pieces, especially the one for Gonzalez, it was uh, nerve-wracking, to say the very least. Right. Um, do you have anything you want to add on? Not really. Um, it just kind of was a game, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, um, Toronto, the ultras had their like a uh, smoke bombs or something. Yeah, that was pretty. Cool. That was yeah, pretty that was pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't really know what the travel like restrictions are and why Ani Baba wasn't able to travel. Uh, it was kind of vague. Yeah, like we were trying to figure it out in the group chat and just couldn't. It didn't really. We reached like a mild conclusion, but yeah, not anywhere near a definitive one. Um. But he should be back for tonight, right? Should start. Yeah, should be. Should be. Yeah. Um. So injury updates. Uh, Walker Zimmerman is close, right? No, that's Godoy. Godoy's close. Walker still. Yeah, Godoy's a lot closer. Godoy's Godoy could easily play Sunday. I think. Uh, I think he could not easily. He could play on Sunday. Yeah. Zimmerman, no chance. Uh. He's still he's coming along, but he's not. Uh, word is he's not ready to go. It'll be a couple weeks, probably. Yeah. Um. Which would be fine, uh, if we didn't rely on him so much in set pieces. Right. Defensive set pieces. Uh, something's got to be. I don't really know what you would do, to like address that problem. Like I don't know what Gary Smith could could do there's not much you can do it's yeah it's just somebody's got to take control in the air and yeah we're not conceding here that's basically all that all that you could that's all that gary smith could uh could hope for um okay so looking ahead like we said tonight wednesday the uh, august though what is it the fourth today yeah august 4th The revolution in New England. Um, what? That's gonna be full crowd. Just assume yeah. that everywhere is uh, not like full capacity, but it won't. It not. won't. It's a midweek mm. game in New England. It's not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's check the what time is it tonight? Seven. Is that Eastern or is that Central? Eastern. Okay. So 6 p.m. Central God's time. Um, a revolution, obviously, atop the East by a good bit. Everyone has a game in hand on them. Well, not I say everyone. Nashville and Orlando do. Uh, New York has two games in hand, but New England's sitting atop with 36 points. Nashville's still the only team with one loss this season, by the way. Uh, but New England, uh, with atop the East with 36 points, 
Yeah, I don't. I think uh, it was Nashville, and who else was it that has beaten them this season? Toronto. Toronto did 3-2, and Dallas. They got some crazy losses. Like, you wouldn't expect them to lose to uh, Toronto and, and Dallas of all teams. Um, have they really... They haven't really played anybody. Eh. It's not the most difficult schedule they've ever had. That's for sure. Uh, but the... Nashville, I think, uh, on the road, as the season has went along, uh, more progressive. Uh, depends on the team. That's fair. Toronto, you knew, weren't going to provide a lot going forward. Yeah. Just the way they set up in a 5-3-2. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, uh, yeah, I think... Um, Tonight, they'll try to just get a point, probably. I don't uh, know. We'll see. I, I don't, it depends on how say. they line up. Yeah, it's hard to say. Um, but the Sunday game against Miami, that is one where you go all out for three points. Right. Um, Miami is terrible. <laughs> like, there's no other way to put it. They are last in the East, last and the, the I think they're last in the league. Yep. On 12 points. Look at Austin. Oh, poor little Austin. They haven't scored in like four games. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Austin, I think we already mentioned this, but uh, that uh, woke up qualifier, I think. Yeah. Why? 30,000 people in there? Really? I don't have a problem with it. Like, if you're going to play down there, play it like, I don't know. Where are you going to play? What what Texas day? Texas isn't gonna let you play it. What day DKR. is it on? I don't know. Probably don't know. a weekend. Well, definitely a weekend. Well, yeah, but eh. yeah, I guess it's just thirty thousand. Like that's that's uh, not a lot of people for a World Cup qualifier. I don't have a problem. But I mean, I guess it's fair. I mean, it it's not like it's not like I I don't know name a country. And it's not like they play in 80,000-seat stadiums. Yeah. So I guess we're just kind of spoiled as Americans that we got so many for football bit. teams. A little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, not every team has a, uh, has a Jerry World or, no. a, or a Soldier Field or no. Allegiant. They, they definitely don't. Are they going to play at SoFi ever? I don't know. Uh, Just a new stadium that popped in my head. Yeah, World Cup in 2026. Surely they'll have a qualifier as like a test run. There's no need to test LA. <laughs> yeah, you can go. Honestly, would not be surprised if the qualifier against Mexico was in LA. It's in Cincinnati. They've already announced that one? Yeah, it's in Cincinnati. Oh, oh, bro, that's right. I saw that. Oh, because I got the dates mixed up on that. I saw the. Uh, I got them swapped because uh, where's that? The uh, country on top and bottom in the thing, like the schedule online. Yeah. 
I got him swapped up. Yeah. That would that would do it, yeah. Um World Cup in twenty twenty six, right? That's the joint. Yep. It's, I find it funny they call it a joint when it's three countries. I know that's still technically an apt, like a good use of the word. Right. Usually when you think joint, it's a duo. What, like joint custody? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're going for here? I don't know. <clears throat> something. Just when I think of the word joint, it's a two, not a three. But uh, like I said, the word is still correctly being used. Um, Moving on. I think we're still on the table. Hold on. Let me go back here. We're in third. Yeah, uh, Nashville in third, a point behind Orlando. Uh, I don't know. Could have moved back up to second. Right now, like I said a couple weeks ago, a home playoff game is the goal. Is the goal. Top four. Top, which is top four. Uh, and right now looking pretty for that. Uh, our team, Montreal, has dropped. They started dropping a little bit. Yeah. They've been okay. They lost. They've been on kind of a cold streak, I guess. Uh, Toronto back up to 10th. I think Toronto's going to look a little better now that they actually get to play at home. Maybe and a little in bit. the. I think in the table they could look a little better. It just depends on their schedule moving yeah. forward. Atlanta. Okay, so this is... Okay, so we'll move on from the schedule, the table. We'll come back in a little bit. We'll move on because Atlanta has ties to this next uh, thing we're going to talk about, which is kind of big. What, all the money they're spending? Or supposed to be spending? And not where they I was going. They could spend $30 million they could. Yeah. That would be interesting. Uh, I wonder, <laughs> do, is there anybody out there that they have uh, rumors on signing? They had a, uh, I can't remember his name, but from Braga, they turned down a $17.5 million bid. For Yusuf? No, like they trying to Oh, Baraga turned down a Yeah. Okay, okay. Which would have been the most expensive transfer in MLS history. Yeah. Currently there's two fifteen million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um which fifteen million dollars is like a lot of money. That's a lot for MLS, but like in the uh grand scheme of things, no. That's yeah, that's, that's like, like a uh who, who what uh what's an equivalent over in Europe? Fifteen million. That's like, I don't know, a twenty-eight-year-old. Not that good. Who's like? Not that good. Low Premier League. We're talking like quality, I guess. We're talking like Burnley. Yeah, Burnley signing a. They're like six. Burnley signing back. a dude from the championship. Yeah, that's that, the kind that's, of money. Yeah. That's not the quality we're saying necessarily. It's just that's the money. Yeah. The Premier League is overpriced. They overpay. Well, overvalued, I guess. Is it? The transfers, I think, a bit. Sometimes is it? Are. I think sometimes. Before, they've never paid more than $100 million. No, like I know, Jack but Grealish I'm saying I'm saying the first $100 English. Million. I'm saying English clubs uh, doing business with each other. Well, I mean, I know that, but like, outside the Premier League, uh, dealing with other clubs, that's not this. I'm not talking about that. It's not the same story necessarily. Uh, I don't know. It just feels 
the wages, I think, is what I'm thinking of. It's not that. It's not? Outlander. You don't think? No. The two most expensive players on the planet play in Spain and Italy. Well, yeah, but <coughs> they're also easily the A good the, portion the of the best. most expensive players on the planet <laughs> play in at Barcelona. Yeah, Barcelona's got a lot of problems. Messi, yes, Messi looks like he's uh, not even... Messi looks like he's just chilling. You see his latest? Yeah. He's just <laughs> redder than a tomato out there on the beach. Uh, okay, we're actually going to move on to the Gold Cup final. Right. L tree. L, literal L tree. Now it's three. Now it's L3 because they lost in the Olympics too. But USA-Mexico. USA won nil Mexico after extra time. Uh, this game was almost as hectic um, as the first 110 minutes in the Nations League final was. Yeah. Except without the goals. Right. <laughs> Which made no sense. At multiple times, it felt like it should be 3-3. It could be 3 nil. It could be 3-2, it could be 5-0, it could be anything you wanted. Right. And it was nil-nil. That's just the way it goes. Yeah, sometimes you just, you just don't. That was one of the most entertaining nil-nil games I've seen in a long time. Oh, definitely it's up there. Um, yeah, there's some. If you hear, yeah, if you hear anything in the background, there's people outside. in the hallway behind us. Um. Yeah, super entertaining. Uh, wasn't necessarily the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> no. It was very, very frustrating. But it was very, very entertaining. For sure. Uh, it was not boring. <laughs> oh, far from it. <laughs> it, was, it was nowhere close to boring. Um, which, I guess, is, is, is this level of crazy is the new norm. For USA Probably. Mexico, yeah, it didn't used to be like this wild, uh, mostly because Mexico would control the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's why. Um, it was in Las Vegas at the. Is it Allegiant Stadium? Is that theirs? Is that the Raiders? Yeah, it's Allegiant. Okay, uh, that the place is gorgeous. Yeah, the grass looked nice. The grass didn't look disgusting. Well, the, they they do kind of like Arizona. Yeah, where they wheel it out. But uh, weird how the Raiders get to use grass, but they have a turf field underneath for UNLV. Well, UNLV is. Yeah, but you'd think they'd. I don't know. I don't know why the Raiders were so set on having grass. I don't. I don't know. Grass is nice. I mean, yeah, but for football, it doesn't really matter. That's fair. Just aesthetically pleasing. I guess grasses. I guess. Um. Especially if it's inside. So, like, if you're outside, it can get all, you know, as you progress into the winter months. Right. If you're in a winter state, I guess, you're not really that way in Arizona. No. It's not like you're dropping into the 20s and grass is drying instantly. Um, yeah, the uh, the ratio of L tree to Amer- uh, the United States fans was outrageous. Uh it was a an away game for the United States, as always. Uh, which it will be for. I don't know. 
I don't want to say while. ever, but it'll be that way for a while. Until, I don't really even know if there's like a until. Yeah. It's just that's kind of the way it's going to be. It is what it is. Because of the pecking order in uh, that, that American is, that sports. That is reportedly why they chose Cincinnati and Columbus for Costa Rica and Mexico. It makes sense. It's still going to be like 50-50 at the very best for Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, it's, like, who wants to, to go to Cincinnati? To Okay. <laughs> no, no. See, like, the thing is, and it's a really blunt way to put it, they put it. They put those games there because those are whiter cities. Yeah. Um, and it's weird to think. Now with Canada, it's different because Canada is about the whitest country on the planet. <laughs> but it's weird to think that they might have gone. Yeah. We'll get good attendance for this game if we put it, you know, here in Cincinnati, yeah. Ohio. Which you know, already no one, no one wants to go to Ohio. Yeah, no like, one, no one outside of Ohio. Cincinnati and Columbus, especially Columbus. Like I've heard, Columbus stinks. Literally, like it smells. Uh, yeah, they host U.S. Mexico games all the time. Right? Fair, but that doesn't mean it doesn't smell. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the city, bro. I saw, so I saw, I saw them make skyline chili. <laughs> that just looks absolutely disgusting. Oh my god! There's, there. It looks like there were absolutely zero redeeming factors about that. <laughs> Because, <laughs> like, the whole point of of chili... It's like a hot, Is that you tasty. eat it in a bowl, not yeah. on top of spaghetti. It's disgusting. And, like, the That's fact... That's just, like, those random the fact that, like, TikTok kids just doing stuff. I'm not even a huge... I'm not even a chili guy. I don't, I don't really... Oh, yeah, me neither. I don't really like chili. Not usually. Uh, but, like, it looks wrong. <laughs> like... Like the those pesto bowls me, that Titans games, the like yeah, chili things, like yeah. those are those are fine. Like I can like if if I was choose if I was forced to choose, pesto bowl a hundred times out of a hundred, over this like the, spaghetti chili. But like mishmash. the thing is like normally when you see chili, it's like the beans are part of the chili, right? Right. No, they put the beans on separate. Like the, they'll put the beans on like the spaghetti down, then the beans. And then they'll put uh, whatever their chili mix is, like meat and like and tomato sauce really or whatever. Meat, it's what a normal chili sauce, which I'm sure that part's fine. But like, and then they put like this mountain of shredded cheese on top. <laughs> and I bet you thought they were done with the cheese there. No, they then put it in the bowl and put even more cheese on top. Okay, what's it called? Skyline chili. Yeah. All right, we're gonna look this up just to, because I don't know if I've seen this before. Like, I've heard about it. Okay, so this is an Ohio thing? Yeah. Yeah. I just, oh, why did I click maps? And to click images. Okay, let's see this thing. What is that? Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you. That's not even good. Like, cheddar is like meh. I'm telling you. And, and like, it's not. Look at, look at that the is color t- of that chili. That Chili's is not supposed to be brown. That is like. It's supposed to be red. That is black chili. I've never seen that before. That should not that should not be a thing. Why is that Cincinnati's redeeming quality? It's not even redeeming. It's just it's not even a quality. It's yeah, just like imagine, an attribute. Imagine like you know, you, you go somewhere and you know, you go live somewhere else and they're like, Hey, 
you know, I was going to Cincinnati for business or whatever. You got any recommendations on food? Like, what's Cincinnati's, you know, specialty food? And you have to Is it barbecue? That. You no. have to recommend that. Oh, my God. Just, like here, just eat at Wendy's or we something. We have, like, instead. a million hot chicken places that are all really good. Yeah. Or, I mean, Tennessee... I know Memphis is Memphis the, has barbecue. is the barbecue thing, but like Tennessee's barbecue in general is not bad. Memphis no. is the barbecue place. Nashville, we have hot chicken. Yep, and country music for some reason. Um, Kansas City has barbecue. Shelbyville has Nothing. walking horses. No, that's Shelby County. No, that's Shelbyville, the town. There is a no literal way. walking horse stadium. God, Shelby, you've never weird. been. You've never been there? Uh, that city's radioactive, so no. I have lived there my entire life. It sucks for you. Yeah, it does. <laughs> There's a literal walking horse stadium. It's been going since the 30s. Yeah, but at least you can drive through Shelbyville in like the middle of August. You can't drive through Lebanon. What do you mean? Because of the fair. Yeah. That starts next week. Shelbyville has the Moon Pie Festival, too. Now that's Bell Buckle, technically. But they're like right there's beside each other. There's nothing in Bell Buckle, dude. I'm sorry. No, there's not. There's absolutely I know. nothing. I know. There's nothing. There was... Keon Johnson was in Bell Buckle for like three years. I knew a dude... Uh, that's it. He, and he's from school. Shelbyville. He's not even from Bell Buckle. No, I, I knew a dude in elementary school. So like elementary school for like first through fourth grade, I went to a private school. Yeah. Um, And there was a dude in there. It was a private school in Lebanon. And there was a dude in there from Bell Buckle. Can you imagine making that drive every morning? Pardon? Yeah, no, I'm dead serious. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, came from Bell Buckle every single morning. Oh, my goodness. No, absolutely not. He shaved. We. The funniest part about him was that uh, we did uh, Charlie Brown Christmas for a Christmas play one year. <laughs> and this man shaved his head to be Charlie Brown. Oh, Lordy. Just, okay. There's a lot of things this wrong This is a with soccer that. podcast, right? I think so. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Oh, Cincinnati. World Cup. We weren't even talking about World Cup qualifying yet. Uh, supposed to be talking about the Gold Cup final. <laughs> the United States was like, and it's not even disrespectful to the team that played. It's just, it's not the same. It's not the uh, quote, uh, air quote, A team. This was Mexico's air quote, A team, minus Chucky Lozano was hurt at the a, beginning of the a tournament. A minus team. Yeah, we'll say A minus. Uh, Ochoa was you got, a pu- you got a bunch of Tokyo. bad players on the team, though. Mexico? Yeah. Well, yeah. but Tecatito, who's overrated. Punez, Snorri. <laughs> Who had, like, 15 chances to score and fluffed all of them. Nestor Araujo. It was just terrible. I, I don't know. Edson what Alvarez is fine. Is good. He Jonathan plays for Dos IX. Santos. Did he still plays for IX? I think so. Yeah. Jonathan Dos Santos sucks. He was good five years ago. Yeah. Coron- Jesus Corona was in a 19-year-old's pocket all game. They've got Rodolfo Pizarro on this bench. He came in and played. He's terrible. Literally might be the worst <laughs> designated player in MLS. Gallardo and um, Rodriguez. Fine. They're okay. At best. I know the only reason I know Rodriguez is because he's bald. He is very bald. <laughs> Hector Herrera, he's pretty good if he when he's not, you know, Terrible. recreating the Bundesliga logo. 
on Eric Williamson's head. How is how do they not even look at that? You call fifty one fouls and that's not even looked at. Fifty fifty one fouls. Yeah, real Jesus got a red for that in Copa America, but he did like for hitting the dude in the chest. Yeah, not even the back of the yeah. head. No, Hector Herrera straight just studs him in the back of the head. Did he get he got a yellow, I yeah, think. He got a yellow I for it. I think he got a yellow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, like we said, like we were saying 15 minutes ago, that was the that was one of the more wild nil-nil games I've seen. Yeah. Of but course, it gets extra time. Of course, you can't end, well, you can. It's just you can't end without a winner. Yes. Uh in a tournament. Yeah. In the knockout rounds and there was a winner. The winner, well, there were multiple winners, actually, from this tournament and game as a whole. I said that backwards. Uh, but Miles Robinson scored the winning goal in the 117th minute, which... Uh, Good ball in by Calvin Acosta. We will get to Acosta in a moment. I uh, He's clear of Conte in my book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> book of facts. Book of straight facts. Um it's the latest goal scored in this rivalry, 117th minute. Like I said, 51 fouls. I've never, I don't think I've ever seen a game with more than like 40. And there was 51. Was there really that? I knew, I knew there was a lot. It was like, 31 to the United States, 20 on Mexico. I knew there was a lot, but I guess it just didn't seem like that It much. reached 40 with like 30 minutes left. Huh. I was like, that's more than in an NBA game, and that's how you know it's too many. <laughs> huh. Uh, this game, hey, breaking news. There was no stoppage for homophobic slurs. Um, that doesn't they mean... They did chant them. That doesn't they mean do that the they chant. were used, though. They No, no. Okay, so so they only got to once. step one. Yeah, they only got to step one, step one, which is just they announced over the PA. Okay, yeah. Hey, the step two is out. we're getting in the step two is we're stepping in, we're going in the center, which happened in the Canada Mexico game. Yeah, yeah. That's why there was a hundred like fourteen minutes played. It was a hundred two, yeah. but yeah, that game was wild too. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. Both teams had only five shots on target, uh, but there were so many more chances than that. Uh. This thing was end-to-end after the first, what, like 20 minutes? Even the first 20 minutes was pretty end The first 20, money, first 20 minutes were hectic, but it wasn't... Like, there was a resemblance of trying to slow the game down. Right. From the United States' perspective, uh, after that first 15, 20 minutes, that, that wasn't happening. Um, in the first half, my, my... Paul Ariola and and Yossi Zardes, what, what, like what, what? <laughs> the first half, what? That's yeah. all I got is what. I, I have no words. I know we're supposed to try to explain some things here. Can't. There's right. no way to. Um. Ariola hit the post. Should A have few scored times over the course of the game. Yeah, but in the first half. A giveaway or a win actually legit wasn't that bad. He his pressing was timely, um, and actually won back possession in the Mexican uh, final third. 
multiple times, including the best chance of the first half from Paul Ariola, who all he has to do is pass it f- straight in front of you. Just pass it straight in front of you, and he scores. Yeah, just straight Hits the it. post yeah. instead, outside of the post. And it's like, oh boy, here we go. Except that happened the entire game for both teams. Yeah, pretty much. It was that bad, <clears throat> but it was the goalkeepers played incredible fine. entertainment. Matt Turner, uh, incredible save in the first like six minutes. Right. Um, Matt Turner also my player of the tournament. I don't know if I. I don't imagine winning best player of the tournament and losing in the final. Couldn't be any United States player. Right. It was Corona, right? Was it Corona or was it Pineda? It was one of them. <clears throat> when it was obviously Matt Turner. Sorry, guys. Yeah. He was... The United States got outplayed in the uh, Canada game in the group stage. It was Matt Turner among and Miles Robinson, to be fair. Uh, that kept that game nil or one nil. Qatar, same thing except Qatar kept shooting over the goal. For the most part, yeah, including their pen, right? Uh, Matt Turner, he uh, had a oh he did have the penalty save, didn't he? Yeah. Yep. Against it was in this game. I it, that's how crazy this game was. Didn't even remember Mexico had a penalty to win the game in the first what in the seventy minutes, yeah or so. Easy save for Matt Turner. He made it look easy. I mean, it was yeah. perfect height, perfect direct like placement for him to save it. Right. Mexico doesn't have Guardado anymore to score these stupid goals anymore. Right. Except that his penalty was saved in the Nations League final. So it happens. Not much you can do. I don't know. They both went to the same spot, like to the left. Yeah. The goalkeeper's right, I guess. Uh, Zardes also, I know we said what, missed numerous chances in front of goal. Matthew Hoppy, the, uh, him and Acosta, I guess, are like the two guys that, like, from this tournament that you're kind of like, I know we, like, Acosta's up and down. He has been in the past. We love him for a little while, and then he would not show up for two games, and be like, "What are you? Why? Why are you out there?" Right. Hoppy hasn't. He's young. He's he's too young to have had that. So I thought this tournament for him as well was like a breakout, not really a breakout type deal, but he did score the winner against Jamaica. Right. But I thought he played. He's very aggressive. He <clears throat> runs at everyone. I'm gonna be totally honest. Before the Gold Cup, I didn't know who he was. No, I knew who he was. Okay. But, like, because he had a hat trick in the league. Right. uh, For Schalke last year. But, like, I just didn't buy it. Didn't expect anything from him on a national team I didn't rate him whatsoever. Um, Him or Joachini. Yeah, no. I I didn't like either one of them coming into the tournament, and I do coming out of it. Do coming out of it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. so, from this Gold Cup, the most important thing besides winning, but I think more important than actually winning this tournament with the team that Burhalter took, 
was figuring out who from this team uh-huh. can contribute for the World Cup qualifying, which is the biggest. Yeah. Um, it's bigger than the Nations League final, which doesn't mean anything yet. It's bigger than the Gold Cup final, which doesn't really... I mean, it means, like, it's pride or whatever, but, like, with this team, it doesn't really mean... Right. Going into it, it's like, if we lose, it's whatever. Yeah. If we win, that's great, but, like, you know... Right. There's nothing much past just winning the game itself. The biggest... um, I don't know. We could say the biggest winners from this tournament. Hoppy Acosta Robinson. Canada. Yeah. Canada were huge winners to me. Yeah. Um, no Alfonso Davies and made it all the way to the semifinals and easily could have made it to the final. If no not Jonathan for a David either. Really late Mexican goal. You're right. And multiple suspensions for the Mexico game, right? A uh, couple, yeah. Alistair Johnston is had, a huge an winner. Or two too. Yep. I like Canada. I think Canada made a case that they could be the fourth team in uh yeah. In the octagonal. I, I could see it. I think that uh I think the I think CONCACAF in general is better than it was in the two thousand eighteen cycle. Hundred percent. A lot. Hundred percent. Jamaica's got Blake and goal, which, you know, can always keep you in any game. Right. He's incredible. Um and as a team, they're really, really solid. They also have the best nickname in CONCACAF in the world, maybe. The Reggae Boys. The Reggae Boys. They're impossible to hate. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think as as teams, I think the biggest losers, Tato Martinez, because he's probably getting... I'm surprised he hasn't gotten fired yet. Um, Which, at this point, if he's not, you would think that they're just going to keep him for the World Cup qualifier the first round, like the first two games. Right. Uh, which is fine with us. <laughs> like, fine for the United States, from a United States perspective. Right. But uh, I only said two winners. The winners from the United States. Obviously, the United States won. I thought Burhalter was a winner from this tournament. Oh, yeah. It it reminded me of Southgate and the Euros, except Burhalter won the tournament. Yeah, um, I'm still not 100 percent convinced that Burhalter is the guy. To and I think that's the way England fans feel the way about Southgate too, in a way. You don't I, think so? I think Southgate you think they're all the way behind the him now. Perfect coach for them. Oh, I do too. Oh. I'm saying from an England perspective, I think them also having that World Cup run kind of was Burhalter's Gold Cup. And the Euros was yeah. validation. But I think I'm that... I'm still uh, not 100% sold that he's the guy to take us as far as this generation can go. Oh, no. I don't think so either. He's earned the shot to prove me wrong, though. Yes. Um, the in-game, like, substitutions, it, it it feels kind of... He doesn't nail them. All the time. He all did, the time. He did in the final. Right. <clears throat> Every uh, single one of them. Yeah. All, I guess six, because it went an extra time. Well, five, because the sixth one was like in the 123rd minute or whatever. Yeah. Um, but all five that he used before extra time, I thought were were were. Roll was you know, eh. Joaquini, Buzio, Vines, and Shaq Moore, all positive additions. 
Uh, Shaq Moore came in for Cannon, who is still coming, recovering from that. Uh, I don't yeah. know. I don't remember what injury he had, but he, he there was no way he was going to be able to play ninety minutes, right? Ever. Um, but for qualifying, Reggie Cannon probably is the first choice right back. No, you don't think so? No. Who is? Des on the or right. Am I missing someone? Des, that's right. Who is okay? Who is on this? Oh, Yedlin's still around. Okay, yeah. Cannon is in the squad. Yeah, probably. Um, Acosta, huge winner. Him and Matt Turner, the biggest individual winners on this team, in my opinion. Miles Robinson too. And Miles Robinson. Yeah, you're right. Just missed him for some reason. I think that okay, let's look at that. So Robinson right here or right there? Uh for either one besides beside John Brooks. Know, we, we go with the three at the back. Yeah. I think you can go four at the back and be just fine. Yeah, probably. Um I like the Brooks Robinson combo. It could be I just, I'd like to see it tried out. Well, yeah, but I like the sound of it on paper right. at least. The way Robinson played in this of course I'd think Zimmerman would, you know, be just fine. I'm be honest, Zimmerman's like the third choice. Yeah. Center back. I yeah, for sure. But I'm saying I trust him. Yeah. <laughs> um unfortunately he didn't get to have a whole tournament run. Which right. I think a Zimmerman Robinson duo this tournament would have been kind of fun to watch as the whole thing it was like, for played a out. Games. It was. That's what I'm saying. Like it was fun for the first two games. Two and a quarter games. Yeah. Um yeah, Matt Turner and Miles Robinson Acosta, the three biggest winners individually Legit. from this tournament. We'll make it. Legit. Okay, so we'll go to the who we think will Okay, we'll do the just about locks because right. of course, you know, this isn't like you know, right. Just the just about locks in air quotes from us. Well, for me at least, and you can weigh in. Kellen Acosta. Right. Miles Robinson. Okay. Sebastian Legette. Okay. Uh, Reggie Cannon. Okay. Uh, Matt Turner. Okay. Go with all That's those. all I got. Who I got on the fringe but can still get invited to camp and make the squad even. I got uh, Hoppy. Okay. Uh, Shaq Moore. Okay. Uh, Buzio. Okay. And uh, Daryl DK. But I, the thing about DK, I think he should be in the camp. I don't know if Burhalter would still take him. Depends if he's still hurt. He, he played and hurt. Right. He hurt himself against Canada. Yeah. Um, and that's why he wasn't who he was in the groove stage yeah. the rest of the tournament. I think DK. Uh, I think DK just provides a little something different than the other forwards. Right. The other number nines, I guess, that the United States have. I think he's about the third best one we got right now. Yeah. And when he's healthy, that's... That's good. That's good. When he's hurt, he doesn't look great, and he was hurt after the group stage, yeah. which is unfortunate. Uh, Oh, man, I hope Jackson Yule does not... Jackson Yule's a good player. He's just out of form. Yeah. Where does he play? San Jose. For the Earthquakes? Yep. What an interesting name. Like we're gonna we're gonna call ourselves a natural disaster. They're on that fault line. They are. I mean it's it it's an apt name. Well, I mean, there's a team in Chicago named after a horrible tragedy. 
Yeah, that's kind of. I I, I wasn't gonna bring in the, in Chicago the up history, history. <laughs> which is I wasn't gonna bring them up, but since you did, I don't I don't I don't understand that. <laughs> Seems a little. Yeah, it would be kind of weird if. Yeah, yeah we're just yeah. We're just going to leave it in a yeah. very general term. <laughs> I'm sure you can guess what the New York team would be named. Like, what are we going to, like, if Nashville was just called, like, the Floods or something, I don't even know what you would call that. The Nashville Christmas Day Bombers. Oh, Lordy. Yeah, I don't, it's kind of, I don't understand. Like, I don't really get it. The Earthquakes is, like, a general term. I, yeah. I get that one. Chicago, I, I don't There's understand. There's teams named the Tornadoes. In the Hurricanes. Yeah, but they're not in Oklahoma. I'm sure that Miami Hurricanes, dude. Okay, yeah. I don't get that one either. Like, I don't get, I, well, I think when Chicago is like the one disaster they've had, <laughs> and that's the team, not one disaster, the one like, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, Hurricanes, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like in the old NCAA football games, they would have the like the old flag and yeah. like the mighty duck or whatever it was. Yeah. And when you scored, it'd be a hurricane siren. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah, uh, I'm sure there is a team in Oklahoma named the Tornadoes. Dude. Probably, probably some minor league baseball team yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just it it uh. I don't know. <laughs> Nicknames in general are overrated. Outside of college football, to me, like, um, I don't even know if they're nicknames. What are they called? They're like, what are nicknames. they called? They are, yeah, like in like, I don't know, just Nashville. Yeah, but it'd be kind of weird if, uh, like the Washington football team. That's weird to me. I kind of like it, honestly. It's weird. I think in football, it's it's different, but I think that uh. I think we're just. I don't know. Like, I think when I think you're one of one like that, that's pretty neat. No, no, no. it's just that it's just that like having a nickname with your team is that's not like Rovers or Wanderers or something like that. <laughs> the Guardians American is that thing. better? Is an American thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Hundred percent. It'd be weird if we were the Tennessee football team, not the Tennessee Titans. It would. Yeah. It would. I know. I'm agreeing with you. Nashville Hockey Club. It sounds weird, <laughs> doesn't it? No, I know. I agree with you, but I'm also saying they're slightly overrated, at least. I disagree, dude. Except, like I said, except for college football. I think it would have been cool if, like, don't get me wrong, I love Nashville SC as a name, but it would have been cool if they would have, like, leaned into the American, Americanness part of it. Maybe. I don't know what, the, I don't know what, there you, were would, rumors what you would lean original, into, though. There, there were rumors the original name was supposed to be The Vibe. And, and then that's <laughs> and then they sh- know that they scrapped that last minute, and that's why it, uh, the it's uh, the shirt is named that. Yeah, I don't know. That would be interesting. Yeah, I don't really know how I would take that. The vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how true those rumors are, but that that's what. Yeah, they're rumors. Yeah, they're out there. Uh, wow, that would be something. Yeah. That would be every twelve-year-old's team. Don't get me wrong. There are some clubs that have been better off without American names. The Dallas Burn. That was pretty. The Houston Texans. Like, what is that? What Houston people that live from Texas live in Texas, obviously. Uh, There's some. uh, 
FC Dallas going from the Dallas burn to FC Dallas was a positive move. Very much so. Um, Columbus screwed it up. Trying to go to Columbus SC. Just stay Columbus crew. Right. Because their American name was good. Yeah, it was solid. Same with the Quakes and the Sounders and the Timbers. The and Timbers is honestly one of the cooler ones in, like, American sports. Yeah. Not even, like, yeah. There's other cool ones. Uh, the Revs is kind of cool. Yeah, the Revolution, just like, kinda cool. You know, yeah. Um, I don't know. From that first season, there was a few bad ones. Miami Fusion. As you would expect. Tampa Bay <laughs> Mutiny. And their like, logo where do you was even come up with the, Where do you come up with the name Mutiny like for a team and you like, okay, logo I, it with a bat? I get it. They were playing in the same stadium as the Buccaneers, so that was supposed to be the joke. But, like, <laughs> yeah, their logo was a bat because they let Nike design it. Yeah, I don't understand And then that they one. had that weird, like, like old futuristic kind of font. Yeah. Like any movie that had a computer in it would use that same font. Tampa Bay Mutiny. I'm going to look this up. I haven't seen this logo in. Oh, my. That's bad. <laughs> that's like a. Uh, look at the font on it. Yeah, that's like um in like old team builder. Like for NCAA football, that's what you would. That's something that would come out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like one of the 12 generic designs is this. Without the words, like even that that font though is in the game too. Miami Fusion would be Miami Fusion. Yeah, Miami. Is it like a plural or is it just no, sync? Okay. Is it that is it that? No, it's the top one. I. Why it looks like something like it would be from Back to the Future or something. Well, yeah, coached by Ray Hudson. Oh my gosh. And they had Valderrama on the team. That's some serious hair. Dissolved, I think, after winning MLS Cup of all things. Really? I I could be wrong about that. Let me check. Dude, look at this guy. Who is that? I know I know Carlos who that is. Valderrama? He's uh what nationality is he? Colombian. Oh. And I was thinking of someone. I was thinking of Hullet from the old FIFA from not even the old FIFA games. Yeah. Hull at the mullet. Right. As they'd call him an ultimate team. They were super successful right before they got. Why'd they get disbanded? Uh, low attendance. No money kind of thing. Yeah. Well, that happens in the early days of a league. Yeah. <clears throat> um. Um. Yeah. What are we looking up? Why they were disbanded. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you have any other winners or losers? We love losers in on this podcast as well. What, from the squad? Just, I don't know, in general. I think losers... Eric Williams was a winner. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, Bello played a really good in the final. Loser, Areola. Yeah, he was not good. He got hurt and he wasn't good. Like, yeah. uh, Zardes wasn't great. I mean, he was wasn't in the final. He he. Okay, here he doesn't play good when he starts, but when he comes off the bench, he is decent enough. Yeah. Like, if you were gonna take him for qualifying, 
the only way I'd accept it is if he's not starting. Right. And then he would be solid. Then he would do what you need him to do. And his advantage is that he knows Berhalter's system. Right. Zardes will probably get picked. Like, he'll probably go. I doubt it. You don't think so? I doubt it. Just depends on injury, honestly, too. I'd love to see the... I'd love to see USMNT Twitter go crazy if he does go. If Zardes goes? Yeah. Yeah. Um... Especially the section of it that hates any player that has ever played in the world. <laughs> God forbid you didn't move to Europe when you were three years old. You, oh. play, you played uh you know, you played for an MLS under twelves team. Sorry, kid. You're just not good enough. Oh my goodness. Oh, Jay Rain is the new number ten. Seven. Seven. That's what I meant. Cause he's seven for us too. Yeah. Number seven for Dortmund. I have the same reaction to that as I had when Pulisic took ten at Chelsea. Okay, yeah, it doesn't change. Just, no, he's still good. It's he's just not. It's great. weird when people put extra expectations on a jersey number. Strange. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, no, it's different in other sports. Like, like Emil Smith Rowe for Arsenal is our number ten now, okay. which is like. Unneeded, uh, unnecessary expectations on him. Just no, but like okay, so like from other, sports, other Arsenal fans, I'm saying in other sports. If like if someone were to wear a 23 in Chicago in basketball, um, they'd have a lot of if it wasn't retired, right? But if if they got permission to wear it, right? I'll just put it that way. Um, yeah, there'd be a ton of extra. Yeah, I think soccer's like the only sport that has these outrageous expectations on jersey numbers. Yeah. I don't really think that applies too much. It's probably just because they don't retire numbers, really. And, like, the numbers are associated with positions as well. Yeah. I think that has something to do with it. Yeah. Like, a number 10 is, you know, generally your most... Whereas now we're having a discourse in football about whether or not quarterbacks should be able to identify linebackers wearing number four. Because, yeah, because that makes sense. Yeah. They're going to stand in the same spot. Doesn't matter what number they're wearing. Yeah, Tom. Brady. Should I say it? Speaking to Tom Brady. Should I say it? Yeah, go ahead. He's bad. He's not good. He's not a good. He's not very good. Uh, now we're, we're getting a little <laughs> testy. I'm gonna put this in the title description. Tom Brady is no. bad. <laughs> I can't endorse that. He okay. He had a near MVP caliber season on a torn meniscus last year. Whoa! He stands there and throws a ball, and he's very, very good at it. He's okay. Bro, trust me, I was I was the same way before he left New England. I was like, okay, he's not he's probably Sorry. he's very good, but at the end of the day, I think he might be a product of the system. Yes, he is. That is and how does that how does your, your opinion had massive amounts of success with again under a completely different outrageous system. supporting cast. That's all we're gonna say. The same amount of outrageousness in the supporting cast. By the way, so it doesn't change. Dude, what are you talking about? 
the, the only time Tom insane. Brady has had ever had anybody to throw to in New England, at least, that was worth anything, was the two years of Randy Moss and Gronk. Wes Welker was okay. Does the defense not matter? No. No. Because it doesn't matter. Like, defense okay. doesn't matter. Okay. All right, we're done with that. Uh, defense does matter. That's why they won the Super Bowl, by the way. Which one of their six Super Bowls? I'm talking about the most recent one oh. that changed your opinion all of a sudden. No, it's not that it changed my opinion. I always thought Tom Brady was the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, okay, then I misunderstood you then. Okay, um, you're wrong, by the way. It's okay. Fight me. It's okay to be wrong. Fight me on We will that. continue this conversation off <clears throat> this because that is not our designation. Um, don't even know how we got there from Daryl DK being injured, but we did. Um, okay, looking forward. Uh, is there anyone that's hurt right now that you think would make the squad in the in time for September? No. Okay. Simple enough. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Um, who do you think the first choice number nine should be? Uh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a tough Whoever one. performs the best between now and then. <laughs> so if Sergeant leaves Verda Bremen. If Sergeant just, you know, keeps scoring. It's not even really the number nines that we, that the United States, like, generates the attack from. Yeah. They're just there. Yeah. It's Reyna and Pulisic. There's a problem with Sergeant because he's, he, because Bremen makes him play box to box. Yeah. And thus he does so for the United States when he's not. Yeah, just out of instinct. Yeah. So I hope he leaves there. Me too. Because he's in the second tier, by the way, as well. Um so he can play as a real number nine for a month. Yeah. And maybe that will help him and the United States in World Cup qualifying. <laughs> Because, man, if he was not a box-to-box striker, never heard that one before, by the way. Yeah. Didn't know that was a thing until... It's not. It's not supposed to be a thing. Then I think this team would be he really good. He just has to out of necessity. Because Verda Raymond is... Bad. Not very good. Um, Tyler Adams. Uh, remember, he didn't start in the Nations League final. Acosta started over him. But that was when the United States was running that 3-4-3... Thing. It was because Adams was hurt. And Adams was hurt. Okay, I do remember something about that. Okay, so do you think moving forward, uh, fourth to back is the way to go? I don't know if that will be that what they run, though. I don't know. It's hard to say. I think, okay. Depends on the opponent. We'll put it that way. For El Salvador. Yeah, four, so you can put more attacking players. Yeah. To get more goals. So who would, who who's the left back? Do you think because that's the like we got Dest. two right we have two right backs. Oh, uh, Anthony Robinson. Say Robinson too. Okay. Dest over Yedlin. Yedlin's fast, but yeah. yeah. Okay. I'd like to see Brooks and Robinson tried out at center back. I know we mentioned that yeah, like fifteen minutes ago, that. but yeah. Um, McKinney, Acosta, and Tyler Adams. Is that too defensive? No. Or is that just That's about fine. balanced? That's fine. And then... Uh, Pulisic, Stryker, Reyna. Let's just put it that way. 
Pulisic and Reyna, and then who's the eleventh? Five question marks. <laughs> Goalkeeper Stefan or Turner just depends on the way they want to play. Honestly, five question marks. Yeah, we've got three good keepers. Turner's the best shot stopper, I'd say. Yeah, Stefan is by far the best. Is he though? Not by far. I think he just is the best with his feet. Is he though? Or is that just his? Go back and watch the nation. Or is that final. just his reputation because of who he plays for, slash doesn't play for? But like, go back and watch the nation's league final. What kind of distributing are we really missing with? Yeah, that? it wasn't. He was really great. just playing hoofball the whole game. <laughs> I don't know. I think Turner could get a run. Honestly, I wouldn't be yeah. su- like I would not be surprised if he starts El Salvador. Yeah, against El Salvador. I mean, actually. Scratch that. I mean against Canada. Because El Salvador, Burhalter's probably going to go, let's play possession. Right. And thus the, I don't know, stereotype, not stereotype, but just assumption right. is that Stefan's thing to do. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Um, how close? Okay, the Community Shield's in like a week, right? Yeah, something like that. It's like next. Hold on, let's see here. We're halfway through August. Well, halfway. We're four days in. Oh, it's this Saturday. Nice. That's. I probably won't watch it. Yeah, I'll probably forget. What's going on Saturday? Nothing. Not really. Nashville plays on Sunday. MLS is on Saturday. I'll probably be watching MLS. On yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, so that means the Premier League season starts the 14th, right? Or the like the Thursday after the Community Shield? Yeah. Is that right? Oh, Friday. They, okay, so it's... Oh, Arsenal's on... Oh, Lordy. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You ready to watch a relegation <laughs> Arsenal candidate? playing Brentford. Two relegation candidates. <clears throat> Oh my gosh, no. I don't want to start my weekend like that. You're the start of the season, too, man. <laughs> I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so next week um we'll preview Premier League. We'll we'll talk about the Premier League. Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, we both have rooting interests. Yeah. Hopefully we'll have Lukaku tied up by then. That would be really quick. Now there are the rumors out there that he's close. Yeah. I hope personally that doesn't happen. It's going to happen. It probably will happen, but I hope it doesn't. Arsenal playing Brentford. That is that at home? No, that's at Brentford. Oh no. Yep, you're screwed. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Brentford going to be top of the table for a day. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. Seriously, though, how how do you really think they'll win? Like seriously, I don't. I can see it. I mean, I could see it too, just because it's Arsenal they're playing against. Um. Yeah, we'll talk more about our our respective club teams next week, and a more general like Premier League look ahead. Uh, it still seems pretty obvious who. Like we're basically gonna be talking about. Two through yeah. 20. 
just because it's that ridiculous. Uh, like everyone can have a good season and still be eight points off by the season's end, and that's good. Don't sleep on Chelsea, though. No, I'm not. I'm saying that would be like what they could take it to the like second to last weekend. Nah, we're winning the title. Oh my gosh. Please, hey, bro! I made that joke about the Champions League too. I don't, I, and it worked out. So okay, because you got Tuchel halfway through the year. Yeah, but see, good the, argument by me. He's gonna be there the whole year. Actually, he's not because y'all lose the first three games. He's gone because that's the way it works. Uh-huh. He's here for I'm kidding. Time. He's he just signed an extension like two months ago, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll Next be on January like 2023. Something like that, yeah. Um, we'll be yeah, on. Then he might be on the. Hot we'll be on Holland Watch. I don't know if he's going anywhere. He's not going anywhere this year. Yeah, I think they're just gonna wait and yeah, wait pay his release clause. Yeah. yeah, which is like a good. I don't think we buy him. We're since out. you're getting Lukaku now, We're yeah. Out. Okay, real quick. Where? Because both Holland and Harry Kane. It looks. I don't know. Harry Kane could be gone this transfer window. He could be gone in January. He could be gone next summer. Be gone when his, yeah, when we his, don't really know. He could be gone when his contract's up in four years. He's not yeah, waiting. He's got that much time. He's not waiting that long. Totten don't have to sell. I I know, but that's the way this works. That's the way what works? If your best player's demanding a move out. Well, if okay, but the situation for Spurs is that you sell him no, and he I doesn't know. play for you, or you keep him and he doesn't play for you. I mean, but you'd rather have the money if you're Tottenham. It's not like they're gonna spend it. No, but they're rich people. If rich people want more money. Just in general, as a very uh, lazy analysis. That's not lazy. That's facts. Kind of accurate. <laughs> Oh, Tottenham. Look at Tottenham. Look who they play first. City. Yeah. That'll be fun. I could see him getting a win out of it, to be honest with you. Just just like because it's the first game yeah, of the season. The first day. <laughs> okay, so Holland Watch probably gonna be signing uh probably gonna be Madrid, leaving next summer. Madrid, I bet. As long as the the money situates itself, yeah. which it inevitably will. Yeah. Just because that's the way it works. Could you imagine next summer, dude, if they get because uh, Mbappe's contract runs out? Yeah, so they could get Mbappe and Holland for a combined sixty-five million in transfer fees. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. All right, fine. They don't have anyone else behind them. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> and so I guess we'll be on Harry Kane watch. Yeah. Because who knows what's going to happen with him. Tottenham could implode, and I don't think we'd be surprised. Because I, I think that's what we're expecting to happen, honestly. Right. All right, so next Monday, hopefully next. I, I'm pretty sure next Monday. Sometime next week. Let's just say that because we're missing out on a lot of Mondays here. Yeah. We will be back. Um, we will... Recap the next two Nashville games. Yeah, it's all. Listen, it's always. It's nice to 
be a fan of a team that is good. Right. It's a nice refresher for myself, at least. Uh, I know that, well, I know the Titans are good because they're in Nashville. Not because they're in Nashville, but they're good and they're yeah. in Nashville. But, like, last year it kind of felt, just with everything going on, it didn't feel yeah like it. This year it may turn into that again. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Since it's, I, I think that a year and a half removed from, I think that it's possible that they would still be full, just do everything except limit capacity. Yeah. I think that's a very viable option. Yeah. Um, which would be fine with me. me I'd, I'd still go. Yeah, me too. Like the Cardinals week one, so. Yeah. Um, And I think we'll be able to experience that more of like, hey, this team is really good. Right. Because I also think, I know we're doing the wrong football analysis here, but last year they were not good at one thing. Well, I say one thing, one like half th- half of the sport. Yeah. Um, or a third of the sport, I guess. Or it's really like 40%. It's a nice fair even. 40% of the sport they were really bad at. Yeah. This year they're not going to be like that. Right. So, um, Nashville SC, I get super excited when there's multiple games in a week. Right, me too. Especially next week. Two home games, Sunday and Wednesday. Yeah. Cannot wait. May not be in town on the Sunday for myself. I don't know for sure yet. Yeah, I don't know either. I might be taking a drive out west. Yeah, I don't know either. Well, I'll be here, but I don't know if I'm right. going. Um, okay. Can't wait. I need to buy my season tickets still. Yeah, mine haven't started yet. What do you mean, haven't started? Like, like I haven't... Gone through? Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll be back next week uh, talking Premier League, uh, the two Nashville games. Uh, There's no more international football until September, which is really a month from today. Yeah. Less than that. Um, And, yeah, thank you all for listening to the Lone Army podcast. Thank you, Ronan. No problem. Thank you, I guess, for talking. My pleasure. Okay. We'll see y'all or talk to y'all next week.